0: Welcome to another episode of the Blue Yorker, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. It's game day. We got game five tonight at MSG, where the Rangers are 8-1 and on home ice in the playoffs. Eight straight wins at the Madison Square Jungle. But before we get into anything, I want to introduce my good friend and my co-host, Cody Frankel. Cody, what's going on? What is up? I am pumped for game day. I'm ready to
1: wipe the slate clean and get a win today.
0: Did you not do that yet?
1: No, no. I, I waited until today for sure. <laughs> um, and yeah, I also wanted to introduce our guest. We have the incredible John Brancy. Massive guest. You, you might know him as the singer at the Garden, but it's going to be an awesome interview. Um, you guys are really going to like it, and we're we're stoked to show him to you guys.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to get him. Um, I never thought in a million years that he would reply to one of my tweets. I think that was really cool. It was I'm so all, funny. Uh, it was yeah. so funny because we were like, we, me and Johnny were texting and we were like, we should get John
1: Brancy. And, and Johnny is the kind of person where he's incredibly impulsive. So like he'll say something. And before I even like went <laughs> to his Twitter or Instagram, he already messaged him
0: and I'm like, all right. And that's how you got to do we, it, man. Here we are. Here we are. You can't, you, uh, you can't chill. You gotta, you gotta get going. I don't, that's, I'm cutting that out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You gotta leave it in. Now. We'll leave it in. All right. I was gonna say, I would say you gotta get horny, but uh, I don't know if that relates, but, we got John. We're happy he's coming on. You guys are going to love it. Right. It appears that we found our new national anthem singer going forward for the Rangers. I feel like most uh, NHL teams have their one person that sings the games. And, and now John will be our guy, hopefully. We're, we're at least going to push for that. So uh, yeah. that's not locked in yet. hundred percent. And funny enough, um,
1: you know, it's, it's not easy to follow up on Emirante. And I actually met him twice. Great guy. Uh, one time I was eating at an Italian restaurant. And I was eating with my buddy and it was actually before it was in, it was during playoffs during mm-hmm. the cup run in 2014. And we were eating at an Italian restaurant. The game, I think was, I guess the game would have had to have been eight, right? It was, it was the cup. I guess. Yeah. I time, right? Yeah. So it was eight, whatever. Let's say we were eating at six. We were just eating at an Italian restaurant, a couple blocks from the garden. And there was just one couple like sitting directly behind us. We were like stuffed into a corner and it was literally John and his wife. So, <laughs> so we just started talking to him.
0: I actually uh, have a story of my own too. I met him at the Hicksville train station. I think he lives around there because that's the train. That's the train he takes. I got off uh, after a practice when I was playing in New Jersey. So I would take the train to Newark because we practiced like right next to where the Devils play in the, in the potential center. And mm-hmm. uh, on my way home from practice, I like got off the Hicksville station with my hockey bag and I saw John Amarante. I guess the Rangers must have played that night and he uh, took the train back to Hicksville. So. Yeah, but cool you didn't moment, have so. confidence yet then right so you just stood there and, and no i have a to... picture with him i have a picture oh, okay just make i sure. do yeah i have a picture me, me my friend nolan and, and john Amarante. it's a it's a cool picture but um you know i, I think we should get into the rangers a little bit going into game do five it. game four obviously for anyone who watched was not the uh best performance um, yeah you know we don't want to dive too deep into the negatives but no need to harp um, on it yeah no need to harp on it everyone's talked about it already but um we obviously have a lot of problems to figure out though with game five we need to know where ryan strom and barclay goodrow stand as far as health or philipedal excuse me too. Far, yeah, yeah as far as health wise go you know obviously it's not the most ideal situation to go into a playoff game with the series tied at two to two without your second and third line center so right i am a little more nervous than i've been in the playoffs i think you know obviously cody and i have a more positive outlook but i'd be lying to you guys if i said i wasn't nervous um can i ask cody, you what something? do you think yeah, yeah. okay
1: if this is you, if you're mm-hmm. Philip Hedel or you're Ryan Strom, a dead serious question, and you get hurt, playoffs, how much of a factor do you think it is where it's their decision to play, and how much of a factor is it like it's the coach's decision? Like, if I'm if this is me, and I, listen, I know Hedel got drilled, and he, I, it looked like he hit his head on the ice, so... Um, you know, I don't think he got a concussion, but it it definitely looked like he was shaken up, whatever it was, but like, if that's me, I'm still, you know, if you're not playing the game fine, but like the next game I'm playing unless it's literally not my decision. So curious what you think.
0: I I would say most players feel that way. Um, you know, they're going to play unless they literally feel that they can't, but at the same time too. It also depends on the player, right? So, like, as mm-hmm. great as he has been, as great as Strom has been, even though Strom has has been... I think he's been better than fans think that than he's played. You know, I think he's actually... He's second on the team in shots. He's got, like, nine points. He's been okay. But also, he he is a just, you know, a guy that, that fits in there perfectly with Panarin and Kopp. Mm-hmm. And you saw them have zero chemistry in Game 4. So, he's obviously... A little more important than the stats the stat sheet shows but i think if it's panarin who's like you know struggling with an injury he's like you need him to play the coach you, is going to make him you play. mean what he's been doing this entire playoffs pretty much yeah i mean we saw it today leon dryside also suffered a high ankle sprain i think in game six of the first round and what yeah. he did 22 points in 10 games following that that is just pure insanity um i don't know any other athlete like in any other sport that could do that you know to that ha- to have that much success with an injury like that so if if I had to guess, I do think Hedl and Strom are going to play, especially Strom with having Game Four off. You think they're both going to play? I th- I think one of them at least. I think if anything, I Strom agree. plays over Hedl. I,
1: I think I think Strom. I I at this point, I have more confidence in Strom playing than I do in Hedl. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason I say that is because all year long you have seen Hedl get hurt, and every single time after he's had some form of an injury, he never played the next game. Every three different times in the season, so that's the only reason I'm. Leaning a little bit more towards Strom, like Strom took warm ups and he just wasn't a hundred. Uh-huh. But I'm assuming you know another
0: two days rest, like he'll be okay. Well, that's what I was gonna say. To that note, this isn't an elimination game, so it's not like the whole season's on the line. Where like mm-hmm. you know, if they're down three two, I think they're they're playing like no question about it. Like I think they're in the lineup. Yeah. Now. Okay. But so. The fact that it's two two and you still have two chance, like I guess three chances to really, or two, I guess to close it out. Right. Um, right. You know, you want your guys to be healthy in the elimination game. So I, I, I do. And the Rangers plus they've been so good on home ice. Igor has been so good on home ice. Yeah. As long as they play well defensively, like you got to score two goals and just shut them down. Hopefully, you know, to, to secure a win and then maybe get a healthier lineup in game six. So I really, if I'm Gerard Gallant, what do you, what are you saying? If you're Gerard Galant here, like, what are you deciding? Like, do you, would you sit them for one extra game and just be like, Hey, like, well, no. We'll try- and I, and I'm going to tell you why
1: this mm-hmm. team is two and seven on the road. Yeah. They're nine and one at home. Nine I'm, and one at
0: home. I said eight and one. Was I wrong? It was nine. Oh, and one? maybe
1: maybe they're eight and one. I thought they were nine and one. Maybe, maybe they're eight and one. You You're might probably be right. One. No,
0: I I might be lost here on that one. Um, let's
1: yeah yeah. Well we'll we'll look that up after. But um, listen, if I'm if if it's my decision as the player and I think I'm at least like eighty five percent like ready to go, I would want to play. Yeah. Um, that being said, I'm not a player, so <laughs> I can't make that decision. But I do think Strom is going to push heavily to play Heedle. I just don't know. Um, I don't know, you know, how bad it was. Like for all we know, it could be borderline concussion, and that wouldn't be good. So, yeah, um, I hope it's not because he's been playing fantastic. And you know, a, an honest man can uh, admit when he's wrong about someone. And listen, I was wrong about Heedle. Um, I've given him little flack over the years and uh, listen, he, he blossomed this playoff. So he's been very good and I would love to see him play. But that being said, if one isn't a go and Sammy Blay is near 100% and you're Sammy Blay, do you push the coach to put you in or would you rather see a Rooney or Brodzinski?
0: I'd rather see Rooney or Brodzinski. I think Sammy Blay hasn't really, he hasn't played a game dude in, in, eight to nine months i know i think you're just kind of throwing him i think you're setting him up for failure though he hasn't yeah yeah, not only has he not played a regular season game but throwing him into a playoff game right now he's not listen he's not going to have confidence in himself right now i don't think you know like you you gotta you gotta gain some sort of confidence And, and to that note too you know i i've played like maybe one or two games with like like an injury like a thumb sprain nothing not a big deal but even with that and listen i'm probably not as tough as these guys when you, when you are playing with it's something kind of bothering tough. you, when, when you're playing with something bothering you, you're aware of it. Like the game I played, I remember as my freshman year at UMass, I like went into the boards weird. And my thumb was fucking killing me the whole third. It was it happened in the second period and the whole third period. I didn't want to shoot the puck. Like I didn't think my shot would be hard. I like it was right. in my head the entire time. So right. whatever injury well, they're battling about Panarin. Yeah. And Dude. that could be true. Yeah. You know, that could be true. I haven't seen Panarin really load up for a one-timer all playoffs long. And he does like to do that every now and then. Um, Except the game
1: winner was kind of like a, the OT Penguins game seven game winner was kind of like, a, I mean, it was a wrister, but it was still yeah. like a kind of wind up wrist. It was kind of a muffin, kind of a yeah, muffin. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. as hard a shot. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, but so enough of that. Like your GG going into the game, right? Games tonight. What are we doing with the lines? If let's just say, let's say they're both out. Let's mm-hmm. say they're both out. What are we doing?
0: I did not like Barkley draw on the second line. Um, I thought you kind of touched on it perfectly, Cody, in the last episode that he fits in so well with the fourth line. You said, right? Mm-hmm. Don't touch the uh, kid line or the fourth line. That's what yep. you said, correct? Yep. Yeah. Um, if if I'm changing anything up, you know that I wanted Vetrano on the second line pretty much all year. I gotta agree with you now. I want
1: I want Paner on line one with Kreider and Zibanejad. I think it's Z- that. I think Zibanejad's been getting locked up by Sorelli for th- for almost three games now. Yeah. Um, so he's just Sorelli's a really good matchup for him, especially mm. on faceoffs and stuff like that. He's a great defensive player and he's a good offensive player, too. He just hasn't been producing yeah. in these playoffs, but I mean, he has been locking Mika up. So, you know, switch it up a little bit, put Panarin on that top line, go full force power, and then, yeah, put, put Vitrano on line two. And you know who's the other guy I would love to see online too? And I'm going against my word here, but I, I think if this is, this is being, both of them out right. So this is Strom and Heedle. Last game, when I said that, I was only talking about Strom. Mm-hmm. but with both of them out, dude, I'm putting Mott online too. I think Mod has played great, and I'm putting Ma online too. And I'm pu- I'm moving cop down.
0: Bro, I I completely agree. I i wanted Tyler Mott to be on the second line, I think, for game four. And one thing that I didn't like either to that note was uh GG splitting up Zabanjad and Krider. I mean, they've been a bromance all year long. Like they play so well together. I didn't like that at all that he split them up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: listen, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, and also, you know, if you do move Mott up to the second line, then I guess you put your fourth line. I, I guess he's coming in. I think he's
0: coming in. You think over Rooney, you think over Rooney this time? People were saying I saw some people tweeting that Rooney was playing like a great game because he has fresh legs. I I didn't think he was anything special was, at all. He didn't play and, bad. He didn't play good. He but just. Not to nitpick on the first goal on Pat Maroon's goal, there were four Rangers around the crease yeah. and no one no one looked to pick up pat maroon everyone was just yeah. puck watching and it really was rooney's guy he, pat maroon was that like rooney is the first guy back he was the center pat maroon came in and cleaned up the garbage and rooney was just watching the puck like he like he span around after and realized listen i'm not trying to blame rooney Crider for the summarized it man Kreider yeah. summarized it we're puck watching
1: yeah we're puck watching he he summarized it perfectly um You you can't let big rigs score against you. It it comes down to that, like come playoffs. That's, that's, you know, he's a little more talented than Reeves offensively, but that's like essentially what that would be for us. I mean, you just can't let that happen. Um, You're absolutely right. I think we're, we're doing a little too much puck watching. And I think they know that now. And, you know, Panarin said it best, got to play harder, got to play fiercer. And I think they're going to do that into tonight's game. Um, apologies if we k- keep saying tomorrow, we're recording this, uh, yeah. you know, the, the day before. So we're, uh, going back and forth on tomorrow and tonight, but listen, it, it's, they know what they need to do, man. That's like, that's what it comes down mm-hmm. to. I think they know what they need to do. They're bringing it back to the garden, the jungle. It's going to be loud. Igor's, I, I thought Igor has been playing great. Like even yesterday. I mean, I, I don't know how much you can really blame on him of that loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's had a great series and listen, if you, Told us in September, like we're tied 2-2 in the Eastern Conference Finals of against course. the back-to-back champs. Like we're taking that all day at home, two out of three games. Like, give me that all day. Give me that all day. I, I still like our chances. I just think they've adjusted to us and we need to adjust to them, you know.
0: I think there's no way the series doesn't go seven.
1: You really see. Yeah. I think I think if we win tomorrow, I think we clinch in six. Really? I, I really do. I think if we win tomorrow, we clinch in six. Well, then what if, we, if lose we lose? Tomorrow, if we lose tomorrow, <laughs> we're in problems. If we oh, lose... Yeah. It, the, the thing is, and, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn or, like, anything like that, <laughs> but, like, if we lose tomorrow, like, how do you recover from three straight losses mm-hmm. going into an elimination game away? Like, that's really a tough thing to do. Um, that being said, I do think we're going to win tomorrow. I think, like I said, they know what they need to do, and I think they're going to get it done and just just got to play their game. They literally got to get back to their roots, uh, Tampa figured them out to to an extent. They just need to adjust and get Miko away from Sorelli. Let him, you know, do his thing, make some big passes, big, big shots. And and same thing like Fox got to get Fox room to make those plays. Right. So like they were doing a really good job tightening up on Fox um, yesterday.
0: Another thing too, in game four, the Rangers didn't really get a power play opportunity until late in the second period. So, you know, right. that's been the bread and butter all playoffs long and that kind of gets the offense going and they didn't even get an opportunity. So that's something I'm hoping we get in the first period in Game Five, a little power play to get the boys going a little bit. Yeah, but I I do think it's going to be another home and home split. I think the Rangers win Game Five, Tampa wins Game Six, and then it comes back Tuesday night for Game Seven, which might be a controversy with this Justin Bieber concert going on. I think there's a lot of a lot of drama <laughs> around that. It's been a lot of fun, like That's, seeing all these. i have seen TikToks and dude, a lot of believers, my friends have tickets. Complaining,
1: the believers like are going <laughs> to start ho- hoisting fucking picket signs right
0: outside of the garden. I mean, it just adds some like fun, extra drama though. I'm, I I actually, I have a tweet that I'm going to send out probably uh, after game five. So I'm just, I have it in my drafts already. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I think game six will be the most watched playoff game in history simply because everyone's just going to be watching to see if Justin Bieber has a concert or not on Tuesday.
1: All the believers just, <laughs> that'd, that'd be, that'd be funny. I mean, yeah. listen, it's, it's good press. So mm. it, it would be it good though? press.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, dude. I like Biebs. Um, no, I love Bieber, but I, I feel like it's bad press that the garden like has a game scheduled the same night as the concert.
1: I mean, that just, that just shows that they didn't think we'd be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah. It just shows, but, yeah. um, yeah, no, that's, that's pretty funny. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, it, I liked your tweet though, where you said, uh, and then, uh, Brancy chirped. That was, that was mm. a good one, but uh, yeah. you'll have to bring that up to him.
0: Oh yeah. it's the first thing I'm going to ask him. Uh, um, but, uh, I think on that note, should we just ha- uh, hand it over to John Brancy? Let's do it. All right, let's send it over. Today, we're really happy to welcome on a new friend of the show, someone that all Ranger fans are now familiar with, the Grammy Award-winning opera singer and the national anthem singer for the New York Rangers coming to us live outside of his Airbnb in New Jersey. (laughs) John Brancy, it's a fucking pleasure to have you. Welcome to the show.
2: Yeah, good to see you, Johnny and Cody. Great (laughs) to be here great to me yeah <laughs>
0: yeah i i want to start off just by clearing the air i did tweet if justin bieber is in new york city maybe he'll sing the national anthem for game seven if there is one and i did not mean to attack you that was just me saying it'd be cool for social media but i speak for all ranger fans where we don't want anyone else singing the national anthem i think ever beside you so i just wanted to apologize for that tweet
2: huh, it's, it's, it's all good it actually was it was it was fuel for the fire right uh-huh. <laughs> to see who, who out there was going to support uh my cause
0: <laughs> <laughs> i also sent you cool. a tune it was cool did you expect the uh response that you got from your response to my tweet no not at all i i
2: was uh i was just gonna have some fun with that but um i was it was pleasant i was pleasantly surprised to see the uh reaction from you know from the fans and see them uh come to my come to my side you know <laughs> come to my come to my aid on that
1: yeah <laughs> it was awesome a- absolutely and and i guess i wanted to start off with aside from your angelic voice what what inspired you to get into music and how
2: old were you when it entered your life well, i played sports growing up I played baseball and uh, roller hockey no way you, <laughs> you too. Like well Cody. So, yeah. baseball and roller hockey <laughs> baseball roller hockey when i was a kid and then i didn't play football until i got into middle school um, but I had always sung in choir mm-hmm. and it was uh, kind of a, you know, the scheduling of those two things didn't really work out. But uh, I started singing when I was eight years old and I grew up in South Jersey outside of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have some Philly sports teams that I, I have a lot of respect for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we know that's code uh, But for. Uh, We'll get into that.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. I'm wearing this this ranger's hat so it's very important all that matters yeah it looks (laughs)
0: lovely on you a young young troy bolton uh, an athlete and singer
2: little high school musical okay yeah yeah did some did some did some uh high school musical stuff and uh sang in choirs and went to you know we traveled a lot with our choir we went to um europe when i was like 15 we went to italy
0: that's pretty cool which was amazing and (laughs) i was like wow
2: yeah, I was like, wow, I get to do this, and in when I'm 15 years old in high school, and we went to all these different cities, went to Toronto and Los Angeles and DC, and uh, my school would like go on these field trips. We would just go to like, you know, Hershey Park and Six Flags, <laughs> and just compete in choir competitions, but then go ride roller coasters. It was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. kind of a great thing to do that I was I was getting like credits for in a grade um, um, in <laughs> in school. You see the system. <laughs> exactly I'll, always always uh, but no I mean I happen to be pretty good at it and then it kind of when I got into high school it developed into something a little bit more full time and, and important and uh, and then I had to quit sports actually mm-hmm. because I had this problem at the Rangers games actually I wow. get very loud I get very <laughs> vocal I'm a very <laughs> vocal person if you guys can't imagine um, so I have to just be careful with uh, whenever I'm, you know, I can't do the chant songs with you all because <laughs> uh, I do them in my heart. At the, at this point, I'm wearing earplugs in the in the games. I stay for the full games, mm-hmm. but um, but it's just to protect my ears, protect my voice, and all that stuff. Well, yeah. yeah, that's why I had to quit. That's why I had to quit playing football because I was the loudest kid on the team. I have a lot. I would lose my voice all the time. My choir director was like, "One, it's one or the other. It's one or the other."
0: Mm-hmm. You were the hype guy.
2: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was hype guy. I, I played on the starting teams though. Like I was, I was actually on the line. No way. So I played, I was a lineman. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I was I a heard... center yeah.
2: I played, That's I played amazing. center on the line. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you're a beast.
0: You were the big guy. I'm a beast. I'm
2: strong. I'm very <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was big for, I was big for a, for a 14 year old.
0: You should sing the national anthem tonight, benching at the same time that'd be cool
2: yeah exactly i can do that i can yeah squatting change so- it up a bit <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so i've heard multiple people who are really hoping you'll become the permanent rangers guy similar to the legendary john amirante um is that something you've thought about over these past few weeks and something you'd be interested in
2: i mean definitely something i've been thinking about pretty heavily uh <laughs> it's I mean, this is this is definitely a uh, an, an experience unlike anything I've ever had in my life, on so many different levels. Mm-hmm. But to be to be frank and honest with you, these past couple of weeks, honestly, after they after they beat the Penguins, everything got turned up. For me. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, oh whoa, this is this is definitely this is going somewhere else. So um, you know, I've I've had to deal with some conflicts with my own business because I'm, I myself am, I'm a business, Mm -hmm. uh, the the baritone, the, the Grammy award winning baritone. I got that through, you know, my, I'm
0: not a businessman. Yeah. My business man. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Jay-Z. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) Actually, you know, Frank Sinatra also was, was known to be a business. He was a, he was an enterprise. Mm -hmm. Um, so not saying I'm like Frank Sinatra, but (laughs) maybe, but, uh, (laughs) you're not, not saying it. (laughs) yeah yeah i'm not not saying it (laughs) uh but no i mean like it's it's been a lot to balance that with the with my career because my career is very important to me and it's something i've been working on since i graduated juilliard in 2013 i did uh two degrees at the juilliard school in lincoln center and uh i've been i actually have lived in new york i lived in new york for over a decade so I was a resident of the state of New York and the city. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much a New Yorker, big part of my life, you know, Love that. living in the city. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, to this, to this specific question, I mean, right now, I like to focus on as much as I can on the moment at hand. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, thinking about next October, that's going to, it's kind of thrown, thrown me a little bit. So mm-hmm. I'm here. We've got, we've got, we've got three games, um, that are very, very important. Tomorrow is, obviously can we galvanize can we come together can I you know give the best literally the best performance that I've done yet I'm trying every time Mm -hmm. I'm literally you know like just getting up on the on that uh on the ice and and on the on this carpet and trying to like deliver and even more yeah always I mean with with I mean playing sports growing up you know and Mm. music it's kind of for me it, it is a bit of a, of a of a competition and a sport and i've competed in in singing competitions all around the world actually that's a big part of what i've done won a lot of first prizes too so
0: got a lot of trophies <laughs> got a lot of trophies um yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: got a lot of trophies yeah the humble brag yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> i love it yeah but 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 going back again i mean mm-hmm. it's it's not out of the question for that mm-hmm. permanence but um Right now, I'm focused on, on winning these games and getting to the Stanley Cup.
0: Well, speaking of galvanizing oh, and coming together, something that I love hmm. about like the Canadian National Anthem, and, and you know a lot of teams do do this, but Canada especially, the crowd kind of sings the anthem together. And I know the Islanders did uh-huh. it a little bit last year where Nicole Revive, I think is her name, she would hold the mic up and the Coliseum would sing it with her. Is that something you've thought about doing possibly? I know your voice... You know, I think the garden wouldn't be able to sing with you per se because your voice is so unique. But um, you know, I personally, as a fan, like get the chills whenever the crowd sings it together. Is that something you've thought of?
2: This is something I've been like, as a artist and as a performer, I've been wanting wanting to do for a while now, is mm-hmm. actually get get the crowd singing with me. And actually, every time I do it, I'm finding it's 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 more, and it's in different spots. It doesn't necessarily have to be. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's now kind of in, in, in different, you know, positions. Um, I think there was somebody in your comments, by the way, amazing Instagram uh <laughs> a picture and post. Like who's the, who's the who's the photos? Who's the Photoshop genius?
0: Shout out to team. AJ now. <laughs> that was a fucking sick picture.
2: It was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I mean the, I mean if the garden doesn't use that one, I don't know which one we're gonna use. <laughs> <laughs> It was epic um, but i was looking at some of the comments i haven't had time to answer or like respond on the on that thread but there's like 30 some comments and one of them was like are am i offended or do i ha- am i offended by like when yeah. the when they when they yell let's go rangers during you're gonna ask the them
1: i was just gonna yeah. add on to that and ask that so take yeah. it away
2: well i mean yeah i mean i i'm not but like you know it's i think what you one could be, you know, for instance, if, if they're like very patriotic or they're, they're in the service, mm-hmm. um, you know, one could be, you know, say, have respect. Right. But then the same, at the same time with what we're talking about here, I hear the fans singing, um, you know, on certain certain lines, which are which kind of, you know, equalizes it from or neutralizes it, you know, is it is probably a better term. But yeah, to, to get the whole arena singing, that would be pretty amazing, honestly. Um, I think I can do that probably a little bit easier be- because of the, the nature of the way that I'm singing it. First of all, the key, the key mm-hmm. signature that I'm singing, uh, the anthem in is very high for most people. So for guys, it's going to be like a tenor-ish key. Like it's kind of more so for a tenor. Actually, Amarante would sing it very close to this yeah. key, which... When I was, I, I, I looked him up obviously before I, for, before I did I, my first one in February mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd heard him do it in that key and I was like, it's ballsy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's not an easy key. <laughs> C, C C major, I mean, like you have to go up on G. I'm going to talk like music a little bit here. You can. Yeah, the yeah. note of a G, the G is actually for my voice for a baritone is kind of the top. For a tenor, oh, wow. the C is the top. You know, mm-hmm. it's really a third. That's the that's the measurement in an interval. Like I'm giving you guys a, a, a theoretical lesson here. Yes, yeah, but we take the notes? interval. Yeah, exactly. The interval is like <laughs> around a third or fourth. So yeah, I mean, like for for Pavarotti would be a C, but mine is is, is is where a baritone is normally a G. I can hit quite a bit higher than that, but um.
0: So it is prove it's a challenge it. key
2: to get an entire audience to sing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, even, yeah. If, if we if we get some more music, get some more music uh, pumping in the in in the garden, right? So I would be a B. I
1: would be a B. You're a B. Yeah.
2: You're um. You're also, a bro, guess a what? Bro.
0: we're gonna post what you just said on as a clip tomorrow. I think and get the whole fan base to rally behind you. I think for Game Five, and that'd be sick. All right, I would love that. That would be yeah. That would be something. Let's
2: do it. I mean, I I, I would say. Let me take the first line. Let's get some tempo. <laughs> yeah.
0: Give the instructions.
2: Oh, say can you see by the dawn? So I'll, I'll do I'll get us some tempo, and then by the second phrase by the streaming
1: <laughs> This is amazing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think that that's where I think that that's where I think that that's where we'll get it. Going. Get the
0: cue. Hold the mic up, get and if the they want to do it, we'll have
2: to get that to go viral tonight. Oh, so. Yeah. Hold the mic up. Hold the mic up. Yeah, hold the mic mic up. I'll be like, "Come on, are we doing this? Are we doing this? Yeah, 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 we're doing this." I will actually shit my pants if
1: you do that, if I'm watching. That would be
2: that would be unreal. (laughs) I like that idea. I like that idea. Yeah, I mean, the Rangers have to feel a oneness Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. Right. There has to be like because. Can I talk a little hockey? Would love nothing by all means. I guess I've I've been watching nothing but hockey now like I'm not watching the NBA finals at all like I have no I I like I like I like basketball but it's just like it was my worst worst sport I was horrible (laughs) the only basket I ever scored playing basketball was on my on on my own team so I'm just (laughs) like absolutely terrible at basketball
0: (laughs) that's hard to do
2: (laughs) but uh Yeah. It's terrible. It's just the, it was like a three point shot too. Um, No, I never want to play basketball, Uh, but I'll watch it. But, but I've just been so engrossed and, and like drawn into this team and and what's happening right now. And I, I mean, like watching these playoff games and seeing how they've like they've come through all of these, you know, major with these major upsets Mm -hmm. against the Penguins and the, and, and the Canes. I mean, like, those teams wanted it. They were not coming to those games like without tons of fire and, yeah. and intensity every single game. And I thought, I thought uh, a little bit of how this series started with, with Tampa Bay and um, watching them play those first two games. And then it was the first game. I mean, they just handed it to Tampa Bay and i think it was really cool to watch that because they played them like they were the canes that's how i kind of saw it and tampa bay wasn't ready to like experience them playing that way mm-hmm. right and so they were like they were all over them on the on the rink it was just like they didn't know how to make what to make of them because they were just off you know just from playing that wild team mm-hmm. and then the second game they kind of started to like catch on right It was just like it was a little bit closer, and by the end, that we were all just like biting our, biting our nails for like Mm -hmm. what was going to happen, and then those two games just that just happened. I think that Tampa Bay kind of like they've kind of like it seems have figured some stuff out. Yeah. So I guess my you know my thought process here is that like, and I'm not a coach. I'm not a. I'm just an observer. (laughs) I'm just watching, and I'm feeling the energy. Right. That's it. Tempo the of the thing, but like I feel like. The, the the hockey that they played against the Penguins kind of has to like make itself known mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. against against Tampa Bay because the, the Penguins were a much more like organized team than the Canes were right they were like that's how they were playing the hockey the Canes <laughs> were all over the all over, it was like a, it was just like a, like a filthy battle yeah it's yeah. Over, it was just yeah. it's like who who, who was stronger and faster right. But, like, how did they, – they, they beat the Penguins, you know, and the Penguins were, like – they were calculated. And I think that uh, – I don't know. I hope that that's not, like, too much of a thought process on, on <laughs> no. hockey right here. No, I don't think you're so. Good. But, uh, you're good, dude.
1: I mean, they're, the, the yeah. Penguins are proven winners, and, you know, they've won cups. And then Tampa, obviously, is proven winners as well, and they've won cups. So, right. they definitely have yeah. some similar type of style. And I think you're mm-hmm. right on the money there to say that the first two games, you know – the Rangers played a little differently and then Tampa kind of adjusted a little bit and now figured them out in a sense. So the Rangers motto, I think we all know is literally no quit in New York. So it's, it's that time for them to really see if they can adjust right back and kind of switch a few things up and then, you know, be as resilient as they've been in these series against teams like the Canes and the Penguins and, and apply that and, and try and get two more wins and, you know, get back to the cup for sure.
2: Yeah. And I, I actually feel like it's totally possible and more than possible. I I have faith. I have actual, like, I think it's it's coming. Agreed. And yeah. I'm I'm very excited for uh, these next two games in particular. Yeah. I think that there's something happening in the world. Like, I was listening <laughs> to NPR. I was listening to NPR and they were all about Tampa. They were all about Tampa and, like, how Tampa's, like, made, the, made a comeback and all this stuff. And I was like, what are they talking about? I was like, what are they talking about? That I mean, Tampa, yeah, sure, they, they've won two cups and go go to the Stanley Cup a third time in a row would be great. It'd mm-hmm. be, it would be amazing. But the Rangers have, like, come out of nowhere and are literally – they crushed them in the first game and then the second game they held their own. That's the story here. It's a Cinderella not, story. It is. Sure. I mean, it, it is. It's like mm-hmm. – it, and it's kind of a – it's like – it was a bit shocking. I was like, NPR, NPR. I mean, like,
1: listening to them again. Yeah. I mean,
2: like, yeah, ESPN, I would understand maybe, but like, <laughs> NPR, what, is, what, what are they talking about this for? <laughs> oh, man. So I'm going to get I, my I, car because uh, I think the, the, oh, light it's getting dark.
0: Is, yeah. It's getting dark out. Getting dark. It's John's been right. outside for everyone listening right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just yeah. chilling. But um, I did want to ask you've now sang the anthem in both the regular season and playoffs how big would you say the difference is and have you been feeling any more pressure these past few weeks uh doing it in the playoffs
2: the energy has been crazy mm-hmm. and different every every game like you get uh what was i mean the thing about singing the anthem is that i i i, I don't want to make it boring mm-hmm. i don't want to make it yeah <laughs> Uh, but I also don't want to make it something that you know. Oh, we heard him do it, you know. And 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 it's like you know, it sounds like it did the last time. I, I'm trying to change things every time, just ever so slightly. Whether it's from what's inside, you know, because being an artist, being a singer, being a performer, a lot of that comes from within. You know, it's a lot of like what you are wanting to say and what what you feel is coming through your voice. It's a right. channel. It's really it's what it is. It's a channel. I mean, you, you say what you think, you say what you feel, right? <laughs> same same thing goes for singing. So if right. we get the whole audience to sing together, yeah, we have to have that intention that we want the team to succeed, right? Mm. It can't just be for the novelty of singing together. It's got to mm. the intention, the heart. You know, if we all have our hands on our hearts, it's, yes, it's for our country too. You know, yeah. like the togetherness idea. So being able to to i mean it's a bigger question a little bit that i'm answering here if that's okay because no, it's, no, dude. It's, yeah because it's, it's, like, it's been <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been it's been an incredible experience to you know stand in front of 18,000 people night after night and sing our nation's anthem and hear voices sing it back to me and and hear like that that you know that 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 togetherness and to feel you know everyone in the space listening to each other and listening to to this song which has has had a lot of uh difficulties Mm -hmm. you know throughout its time and very much over the past little while um for for good reason um but i don't want to get too political (laughs) it's an important thing right now because i think it's uh I want to I want to keep focused on on the team and mm. uh, and 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 what's you know what's at hand, but to go back to like the audience reactions and stuff like that, I think you know tomorrow is going to be very similar to when they played the Canes. Was it in Game Six? six. I think it was. Yeah, it was Game Six. Yeah, that was that was really intense <laughs> because that was an elimination game, uh-huh. right? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it yeah was. they, they were down, needed yeah. to win. Yeah, for us, it was an elimination there. Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. It was three, two. And I think everybody was, did you could feel it? They were like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, and I want that. I want that tomorrow. I want that energy tomorrow. And I'm going to yeah. bring it because like, we, we need to show the whole, you know, the whole hockey world needs to see that the Rangers are, are basically destined for mm-hmm. the, the cup.
0: I thought it was something funny you can do to change it up. <laughs> Instead of the fans yeah, screaming go let's go rangers while you're singing, why don't you mix one in in the mic? Yeah, right. <laughs> just now a quick pause. Now, now I
2: think I think that, that so I've gotten that request a lot. I'm just I've fucking with you. That. You shouldn't mess do up that. your flow though. No, no, no. Would it mess up your flow? I mean, if I was just like let's go rangers. I mean like I just started the whole anthem like in the beginning, like <laughs> uh, Forget your spot. Instead of, in, yeah, instead of instead of starting with the oh, I was just immediately like, Let's go Rangers. <laughs> like then we got we got going
0: lingering i'm no, talking to I you
2: mean, yeah because at the, yeah exactly because at the end i don't you have to have the reverence of the song you know it's right and then to do it in the middle and this is the whole thing about the um the waving of the scarf uh-huh which is Amaranti's um trademark signature trademark. move yep you know and i've gotten that a lot please wave the scarf wave the scarf or that not the, the towel the towel sorry not mm-hmm. the scarf wave my have the scarf your scarf wave yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I've been trying to, like, <laughs> Wait, well, no I've been scarves. trying to do this thing of, with the scarf where I'm, like, I'm holding on to the scarf. I don't know if people have been catching on to that, but, like, at the end, I grab it and I hold on to it because, like, for me, that's, like, that's signifying, like, we got to hold on. We got to we got to be a team. That's kind mm-hmm. of the, the difference for me. Rallying is, is, is important. And I may, I may swing a towel <laughs> one game. Uh-huh. Which game I don't know, but it will have to be a, like a special one, and I think it would have to, it would have to be in in honor of uh, of Mr. Amarante. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when, his sign. That's his signature move. It's not my yeah. move. When when
1: you're like getting ready to do the anthem at the garden every single time, like how crazy is the practice regimen? I guess like do you spend hours practicing before or you just go right there and you're like, all right, let's do this thing. The ladder. Mm-hmm. All right, I love it. <laughs>
2: yeah i i mean i have a um i've spent the hours practicing yeah yeah you know do you know the term ten thousand hours
1: i know the like, song the you know, song <laughs> uh by uh the, who's the that term, by the,
2: term the term is very like valid in in terms of practice and mm-hmm. uh, you know these these guys who are playing on on the ice a lot of them have already achieved ten thousand hours of practice
0: mm-hmm.
2: i've i've surpassed it by many many thousands of hours at this point.
0: I want to go back to what you were saying before in regards to John Amarante and I know a lot of fans mm. obviously like want to bring that energy back but I also think yeah. it's so important for you to find your own voice because if you are going to be that guy you got to have your your own thing you know like we like obviously yeah. you know he was a legend in every you know phrase of the word but absolutely at the same time like it's it's a new regime now too it's a new team it's a whole new vibe around the city and around the rangers that like mm you also got to, you know, be that guy for us where it's like, Oh shit, John Prancy did his thing. You know, not like that, you know, I, I feel like that's not, not yeah. like to put pressure, but like, I feel like that's gotta be such a cool feeling for you too. Right. Right. Like what is my signature move going to be? And it could be the grabbing of the scarf, but um, you know, I feel like that's a really cool thing that you can like definitely hone in.
2: Well, you know, he also had the the mic on the stand and he had mm. Ray playing with him on the organ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all—I mean, I love Ray, and we've—we've we've actually had a we, at the, the last viewing party, we we did New York, New York together. I saw that. I don't know. If you crushed that. Yeah, that Do you get recognized
0: yeah. there, by the way? That people were before, I guess. Like, are people recognizing you in the streets now?
2: On the streets, I think I'm getting some. I mean, if people, if somebody's wearing a Rangers jersey, for sure. I mean, if oh, I yeah. had my hat off. And I'm like, just, you know, with my bald head, I was <laughs> it's pretty obvious, you know? <laughs> it's great. Yeah. But if I put my hat on and my glasses, nobody's going to see me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like walking around like everybody else. But, um, no, I mean, the, the, the New York, New York thing was, was a, um, well, I'll come back to that. What, what was the question again? It was with Amarante, <laughs> right? It was, it was this, it was you this just, feeling of, you just skip it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's important. It's important. It's the, uh you know, yeah. Finding, finding the, um, what, what was it again? It was, it was like, we were
0: just like your own, your own, your like own thing,
2: like your niche. Yeah. Honestly, man, I think if I may be so bold for me, it, it is about the, it's about the singing. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 a an opportunity for me to share my instrument as it were with, A brand new audience. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been singing all over the world. I've been singing in Germany and Austria and Switzerland and France and Russia and Finland and the UK and Canada, all over Canada, all over the country and all over our country. I've been all over the United States. The only states that I haven't performed in are like the Dakotas. (laughs) Like, who needs to go there? <laughs> no, I love that. I love the people from the Dakotas. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, it's it's an it's a it's been a unique thing for me to get to bring the sound of opera singing to the Rangers fans and to Madison Square Garden in particular. Yeah, because Madison Square Garden has a extremely rich history of music. I mean, when I going back to this this idea of the practice room when I'm in the green room, I opened my door and there's Bruce Springsteen, my
0: favorite, my, you know? Yeah. And
2: then there's, then there's, um, uh, I mean, I think like sting is down the way and fish and all of these massive, massive characters, Prince, everyone has performed at the garden. And I think that that's Billy. I mean, of course, Billy Joel, (laughs)
1: But all this, these, the garden these tit,
2: Titans of music Oh, there we go oh, I'm gone <laughs> Just like that Just like that my, my car decided to There we go I gotta, I gotta I had to Turn it on, I guess
0: okay.
2: Um. All these Titans of music That are uh, Oh, come on
0: <laughs> The difficulties
2: Technical difficulties yeah. <laughs> Of uh, podcasting in a car <laughs> going back to the this this point yeah the titans of music that have come through that space and for me to get to even for 90 seconds but it's but it's not just any 90 seconds it's the national anthem it's it's the star spangled banner mm-hmm. something that is like for most singers is actually people are extremely afraid to sing because it's so it can be so difficult mm-hmm. and daunting for me it feels very natural and exciting every time i get up and do it And it's, it's kind of like, I think my stamp again is, is the sound is my voice in particular. Yeah. I would
1: argue to, to Johnny's point. I mean, you being an opera singer and singing it at the garden is like, that's kind of like your own thing already. I feel like that's so unique and not something that we're really used to. Um, you know, I've been going to Ranger games for a really long time and I haven't really seen yeah. many opera singers, especially one like yourself, who's now becoming kind of a garden staple. So it's really awesome to see it, uh, you know, in full unfold and, and things like that. So
0: hundred percent I stand corrected.
2: Yeah. And that's why, well, that's why I wanted to see where this went, you know, when I started doing it in February and this guy hooked it up for me, he's an agent in Broadway and, I knew him, I met him at the Grammys, and um, and he was like, hey, have you ever performed at a, uh, have you ever sang the anthem for a sporting event? And I was like, no, never done it. I've always wanted to. And he's like, would That's you like awesome. to do it at the, would you like to do it in Madison Square Garden? I was like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, please. Of course, of course. Even if it's for the then dog then at, show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For the darts. For uh, the dog show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for the Rangers, for the New York (laughs) Rangers. And I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, yes. And that's when I started, that's when I looked up Amarante and I saw the reverence that's given to the Anthem and how it is, how it's treated, you know, period. it was just like, I was like, this is, this is different.
1: It's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. And uh, John, are you
0: cool with just like one more each? Yeah. Yeah. We want you to save your voice for tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I, I, guess my last question for you is is there anything you would want different from the fans to help your experience of singing the anthem it's a good question
2: hmm is there anything
0: different or just to, like obviously you're building the fans up but is, is there any way for the fans to like return that favor to you to like hype you up at this
2: point i mean it's such a strong outpouring on my socials you know twitter mm-hmm. and instagram that's been amazing and you know, really, really cool to see as an outcome in, in the garden though. I I'm staying for these games, you know, I'm staying for the team. I'm staying for the fans and I'm staying for myself now because I'm, I'm becoming a Rangers fan. You know, Mm -hmm. when I see you in the garden, I'm happy to say hello and I'm happy to take a picture. (laughs) Is there there a butt coming? No, no, no. I'm, I'm good to do it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there that are like, you know, they're, they're, they don't like, they don't like, they don't like to be approached, you know, when they get to a position where, you know, a lot of people want to see them and talk to them. But what I have to say is, again, I'm an artist. So if mm-hmm. it is very loud. I'm, I don't talk to you in that moment but if I give you a thumbs up or a hand gesture to come on over and huh. let's do it, that's talking. Yeah. I'm literally using sign language because I have earplugs in and I'm trying to conserve my, my voice over mm. the noise, over yeah. the, over the, the literal noise level. So I'm happy to communicate with you with, with, with folks and uh, take pictures all, all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm not, if I'm not about to like literally step on stage and do yeah. something right. But if I don't talk back, don't take that as a sense of me being, um, kind of a, you know, a shitty guy. I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to preserve my voice. Mm-hmm. A great
1: point. All right, I, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to go with a little fun one here. If you could sing a duet with any one artist and at the event of your choice, it could have been at any point in time, who are you rocking with and where would it be?
2: Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Any one artist at any point in time. I mean, just because I think it would sound so epic if I were to sing a duet with him, it would it would have to be potentially Freddie Mercury.
0: Wow.
2: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause also he did a duet with he, he duetted with a lot of different people. But there's this one song you guys probably don't know it. What is it? It was for um it's called Princes of the Universe. Nope, definitely don't know it. Don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> right go 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 youtube princes of the universe I'll check it out after my queen um it was for the movie highlander i know the movie highlander. it was like it was the it was like a theme song that they did for for highlander it was, it's so epic <laughs> <laughs> i sang it on my friend's recital at juilliard wow um, yeah in the key of freddie mercury that's pretty cool so yeah I think that to do a duet with him in his like prime would be pretty cool. Living artist right now, because I'd like to answer it for that. I mean, I'm going to throw this. I'm just going to throw it out there because I think it's possible. May I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By all. Yeah, I'd like to sing with uh, a friend of mine actually. Okay, her name is Caroline Polachek, and she's she she opened recently for Dua Lipa wow oh
0: cool she's an,
2: she's an amazing artist mm-hmm. i'm giving a shout out to caroline
0: yeah. build her up yeah. hype her she's up. incredible her singer
2: up. incredible singer completely made her own sound that is just awesome. like one of the coolest and freshest sounds that are out there is she on so, spotify oh yeah yeah she's been check on her out Fallon. yeah caroline polichick i mean like shout out 'Cause I, I totally think that someday I I might, you know, maybe at the garden, that's share the so stage. Sick. You know, yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. She's opening yeah, she's, for Dua Lipa.
1: She's doing something, she's right? An, so she,
2: but she also just has she has an amazing vocal instrument. She's a great that's singer. Awesome. Yeah. So there we go. That's, but that's where my, that's, where where would it be? Where? Yeah, uh, the, guard, the garden. The no garden. All uh, right, we're talking just about. wanted I mean, to make like, sure. Oh, no like, <laughs> just had to make sure. All day, all day, every day.
1: <laughs> and and I guess my last part to that is, could you hit the notes though to Bohemian Rhapsody? Bohemian Rhapsody with Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. Not a problem.
0: Did you happen right. to catch the video of Cody doing the uh, impression of you?
2: I did. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> that was Bravo, awesome. good sir. <laughs> what, did i get Actually, to did i get to b note yeah you you're the you're the b note <laughs> you're, you're the b side i'm calling you in if i if i if i ever get sick
1: all right all right i'll i'll warm his, <laughs> his pants
2: yeah,
1: i would know what to do <laughs> i would need i would need gallons of water near me yeah. um but john this was amazing man thank you so yeah. much
2: thank you guys so much
0: <laughs> yeah on behalf of ranger fans we literally love and adore you so we're hoping that we see a lot of you for the coming years. Even though I know your, your business, I know
2: we'll see how things shake down, you know, but, uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you. And, and let's go Rangers. Let's go Rangers. Thanks, John. LGR. See ya.
1: And a huge thanks to John Brancy. He was just incredible guys, A star in the making. I, I can't wait to, you know, hopefully see him at the garden many, many more times.
0: I love him so much more now after talking to him. Like, he's just an awesome dude. Awesome dude. Yeah, I just want to hang out with him. I want to watch a game with him. I want to grab a beer with him. I I think we should. I want to go on vacation with him. (laughs) I want to live in Jersey with him at that (laughs) (laughs) Airbnb. We can do this all day. It's just, you know, weirder and weirder. Uh, (laughs) But seriously, what a fun interview. What an awesome guy. And I I feel like it's so cool just to, like, get to know our anthem singer. Like, I feel like anyone listening to that. yeah, no idea. I, I oh maybe in the Wikipedia search, but uh, <laughs> I think anyone listening to that that's a Ranger fan is gonna fall in love with him even more. I mean, like I I, I felt a true connection to him, like talking to him Sin. like that, you know.
1: Same, yeah. He just you know he seemed like a genuine guy, um, and it's really cool in any capacity. I feel like when we talk to guests, like just to level set with them and, and yeah. learn more about them, and you know they're they're people too, like outside of us seeing them in their element. So it's really cool to get a feel for what they're like outside of, uh, when they're in that element.
0: I swear to God, if the garden sings the anthem tonight together with him, I'll lose my shit. We, we, that's us. Yeah. That's, that's actually us. Yep. Hire us. Uh, <laughs> no, but that'd be so cool, no, man. And, and have you been in a building ever when they've done that? Cause it's such a crazy feeling at the garden, just anywhere. Have you, have you been? Oh, at, yeah. Any-
1: well, at, I mean, I've, I've been at concerts when they do it. I've never been to like, Oh,
0: like when they sing the anthem. No concert, sing the anthem together.
1: Oh, you're saying when they sing the anthem? Nah, I. I don't think I've ever seen that. Really? Yeah, uh, I don't I was, think I've ever seen
0: that. Where have was, you seen it? I was at a game. Imagine you're just like yeah, Zach Brown band. <laughs> <laughs> no, game. I was at Game Six of uh, the Islanders Tampa series last year, in mm. the last game yeah. in the Coliseum, and Nicole Revive would hold the microphone up, and the whole Coliseum would sing it. It was. It was really such a cool feeling, honestly. And like, I know the like I said in the interview, the Canadian teams do it all the time. One of my favorite videos of all time to watch that just gives me chills is game seven between Vancouver and Boston, that Canadian national anthem. If you watch this on YouTube, you'll like literally get chills throughout your entire body. They sing, Oh Canada together in Vancouver. And it's one of the coolest videos I've ever seen. Like the building is so insanely loud.
1: Wow. Yeah. I'll check that out.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Cool. Neat. Um,
1: Dope. Um, Yeah, No, (laughs) I'll check that out. But uh, anyways, and after tonight's game, we have another game on Saturday. At 8 p.m. and then potentially game seven on Tuesday. I would assume that would be at 8 p.m. as well. Hopefully Rangers
0: in six. I still think it's going seven, but I'm praying to God that they close it out in six because if it goes to seven, I'll I remember exactly where I was watching game seven in 2015 against Tampa. I was just like
1: so what so do I. I have that I have that memory etched into my brain. I was Mm -hmm. at a bar in my hometown. With my friends, just like I, I'm pretty sure we were the only ones in the bar, and I was just sipping on a beer, super pissed off, and we lost what one nothing two was it one nothing?
0: I think empty net. I think it was one yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Fucking Tyler Johnson, man! Oh my god, he killed us those playoffs. It was
0: like a weak backhander by Andre Pallad. I remember Lunquist. Oh my god, I'm sure that 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 one well, got definitely... us again in,
1: in game three. So yeah,
0: he actually he set the franchise record for Tampa for most game winning goals, which is pretty crazy to think about.
1: No, Chris Kreider, but um, no. But, but, yeah, yeah hopefully that, they though. pull
0: it out tonight. Yeah, on that, on that note, I'm saying on that note again, I guess.
1: On, my note, on that note, uh, uh, yeah, no, we will uh, drop another episode for you guys on Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's go get the win tonight and, and take care of some business.
0: Let's go, Rangers. Love you guys.